Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuhu. Welcome to the ninth episode of Chronicles of the Crescent. Today's story is taken from a hadith of the Prophet You may have heard it before. This story, many say, is related to Surah Buruj, where it talks about Qutil Ashab al-Khudud and Naridat al-Waqud, this companions of the ditch. And the surah is cursing the people who seem to have hurt believers, to have burned believers. And that's what the story relates to. Many of the Quranic commentators and commentators in the Hadith believe that the story took place in southern Arabia, maybe area around Najran or Yemen and Himyar, this sort of region. There is actually a lot of uh, references about like fire and pits in those regions, uh, different stories, but this story in particular is very popular. And we do have evidence of like early Christian populations that were over there that may well have been persecuted. One version of the hadith in uh, Jumiyat Timrathi has a little addition to the main narrative where it mentions that the body of the boy, who's the key character in this hadith, was found during the time of Umar and the body was preserved. Now, it's kind of common in Islamic tropes about saints, similar to how it is in Catholicism, about like bodies being preserved. Obviously, prophets' bodies are always preserved, or they go up to paradise and they kind of vanish from the world. But bodies of saints sometimes are preserved as a sign of what they went through. Or shaheed sometimes their bodies are preserved as a sign of what they went through. So that seems to have happened over here if such a body was actually found. Now, because it's a hadith of the Prophet I'm going to try and stick to his own wording as found in Sahih Muslim. I'm using a translation from sunnah.com with some rewordings and repetitions for narrative ease and some colloquializations. Bismillah. Suhaib narrates to the Prophet ﷺ, God's Messenger said, There lived a king before you who had a court sorcerer. As the sorcerer aged, he said to the king, I have become old. Send some young boy to me so that I can teach him magic. The king sent a young man to him so that he could train. On the way to the sorcerer, the young man saw a monk sitting. He stopped and listened to what the monk was saying and was impressed by his words. It became his habit that on his way to the magician, he met this monk and sat there, and because of this, he came late to the sorcerer. The sorcerer beat him because of the delay. He complained of this to the monk, and the monk told him, When you're afraid of the sorcerer, say, Members of my family detained me. When you feel afraid of your family, you should say that the sorcerer has detained me. It so happened that there was a large beast that blocked the way of the people. And the young man in the trail passing by, he said, Today I will know whether the sorcerer is superior or the monk is superior. A stone and said, Ya Allah, if the affair of the monk is dearer to thee than the affair of the sorcerer, cause death to this beast so that people can move freely. He threw the stone towards it, and it killed the beast, and the people began to move about freely again. The young man then came to the monk and told him what happened. The monk said, My boy, young man, today you are greater than me. Your affair has come to a stage where I find that soon you'll be put to trial. And if you are put to trial, please don't give me up. Don't tell them about me. 
the young man began to treat the blind and those suffering from leprosy, and he began to cure all sorts of illnesses. When a companion of the king who had lost his eyesight heard about him, he came to the young man and gave him many gifts. He offered many gifts. He said, if you cure me of all, all of these things will be yours. The young man said, I myself do not cure anyone. It is Allah who cures. And if you have true, firm faith in Allah, then I'll pray to Allah Ta'ala to cure you. The man affirmed his faith in Allah, and Allah cured him. And then he came back to the king and sat beside him as he used to sit before. The king asked him, Who gave you back your eyesight? He said, My lord. The king then said, that means your lord is something besides me. The man said, my lord and your lord is Allah. The king took hold of the man and tormented him until he gave up the boy. This boy, this young man was then summoned. And the king said to him, oh boy, I've heard that you've become so powerful, so expert in your magic that you can cure the blind and those suffering from leprosy. And you do this and you do that. Then the boy said, I don't cure anyone. It is Allah who cures. And the magician took hold of him and began to torture him. And so eventually the boy gave up the monk. The monk was summoned and it was said to him, turn back from your religion. The monk refused. So the king ordered a saw to be bought forth. And the king had the saw placed in the middle of the monk's head. And it cut through, tore through his body. Till he fell apart. Then the courtier of the king, whose eyesight had been killed, was brought forth. And he was told, turn back from your religion. And he refused. And so the saw was placed on his head. He was torn down the middle. Then the young boy was brought and it was said to him, Turn back from your religion. He refused to do so. And so he was handed to a group of the king's men. And the king said to them, Take this young man to such and such mountain. Make him climb up the mountain. And when he reaches top, tell him to give up his faith. But if he doesn't do it, then throw him down the mountain. So they took the boy and they made him climb up the mountain. And the boy said, O oh Allah, save me from them in whatever way you will. And the mountain began to quake and to shake and they all fell down. And the boy came back walking to the king. The king said, what happened to those that were with you? What happened to your companions? The boy said, Allah Ta'ala has saved me from them. The king again took the boy and gave him to some of his men, to his courtiers, and told them, take this boy and take him to a small boat. And when you reach the middle of the ocean, tell him to give up his religion. But if he doesn't give it up, throw him into the water. So they took him and he said yet again, O oh Allah, save me from them and whatever and what they want to do. Soon the boat turned over and those king's men were drowned. And the boy came back again to the king. And the king asked him, What happened to those who were with you? And he said, Allah Ta'ala has saved me from them. And then he told the king, You cannot kill me. 
until you do what I tell you to do. The king asked, what is that? The boy said, you should gather people in a plane and hang me by the trunk of a tree. Tie me to a tree. Then take hold of an arrow from the quiver and say, in the name of Allah, the Lord of the young boy. Then shoot an arrow. And if you do, then it, then it will kill me. It will be able to kill me. So the king called all the people into the open plain and tied the boy to the tree. And he took an arrow from his quiver and he placed it in his bow. He notched the bow, notched the arrow. And then he said, in the name of Allah, the Lord of the young boy, he shot the arrow and it hit the boy in his temple. The boy placed his hands upon his temple where the arrow had bit him and he died. And the people said, we are firm our faith. We testify to our faith in the Lord of this young man. We testify to our faith in the Lord of this young man. We testify to the faith in, this, in the Lord of this young man. The courtiers came to the king. The king's men came to him and said, do you see that Allah has actually done what you aimed at averting? He's caused to happen what you tried to prevent. The people began to proclaim their faith in God. The king ordered that ditches be dug. When the ditches were dug and the fire was lit in them, it was said to the people, whoever does not turn back from this boy's religion will be thrown in the fire, or they will be forced or told to jump into it. Eventually, a woman came with her child, and she was hesitant about jumping into the fire. And the child said to her, O oh, mother, endure this ordeal, for it is the truth. <laughs>